0: Okay. Couldn't find one to compare to your gracious your love, your mercy. Nobody greater, nobody greater than you. I searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater, Lord. Nobody greater than you. I searched all over, couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater. Nobody greater, Lord, nobody greater than you. Nobody can heal me like you can. Oh, most holy one, you are the great I am. Awesome in all your ways and mighty is your hand. worthy of our praise. Mighty are the works of your hands. Mighty are the works of your hands. Nobody greater nobody greater nobody, greater. nobody, greater. nobody greater.
1: Thank you, darling. Great is thy faithfulness. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for what our ears have heard, our hearts have felt. Thank you for your Lordship. Forgive us of our sins, sanctify us, feed us through your word, transform our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on. Praise him. Praise Him. I know that we give others credit, but one day, you're going to see who is really behind the scenes. There's only one person who's really faithful, and that's Jesus. Can I get a witness? He's worthy. To be praised. And listen, any other name you come up with is really non void Jesus has something to do with that name. Are you getting the picture? You say, well, my son, Jesus was behind your son. My My husband, Jesus, was behind your husband. Jesus was behind your mother. Jesus was behind your father. At the end of the day, all roads lead to Jesus. He is, he is the reason for the season. This morning, I want you to turn to John chapter 4, St. John chapter 4, St. John chapter 4 and verse 10. We're going to move as expeditiously as possible. St. John chapter 4 verse 10. When you get it, say amen. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest, the gift of God, that's the Holy Spirit, and who it is that saith to thee, give me the drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. This morning, I want to preach around the subject, the un- undercover boss, the undercover Boss. There's a TV show called The Undercover Boss, where the real owner of the established business is camouflaged as a mere co-worker alongside all the other employees. He takes orders like the rest of the workers. He's obligated to obey all the rules like the rest of the workers. And he's open to all the problems of the job like the rest of the workers. However, he is totally undetected by both the supervisors and the workers. We work with this man every day We work with this woman every day, but nobody knows that he owns everything. And the punchline to this program is that once he is disclosed, everyone is in shock and shaken just to think that they actually were working side by side with the CEO owner of the establishment. And the reason that this owner disguises and camouflages himself, so listen to this, he would feel what it's like to be a common employee. And here in John chapter 4, we see a similar situation with the real boss, the God of grace and glory, the Son of Splendor, the potentate of paradise, who's actually clothed and concealed in humanity. Here we see Jesus. He's thirsty. He's alone in a line with a woman at a well known well. And he's at a place of purpose. He's saving a soul. He's bringing election to one who will be enlightened. He's freeing somebody who's fractured. He's healing somebody with historical herbs. This is an appointment with the Alpha and the Omega, the undercover boss. The typology and the demographics of the land of Israel is crucial to clarifying this particular narrative. The historicity is most important here because the land of Israel was broken down into three facets. Listen up. In the south was Judea, that's the bottom. In the north was Galilee, and in the middle was Samaria. If a Jew wanted to travel from Judea to Galilee... He had to go through Samaria. Now let's stop, start, park, park, and just look, look at your name and say, we have to go through questionable territories. The only other way to get to Galilee from Judea without going through Samaria was to go way out towards Perea around the Jordan River, which was way out of the way. Who are these Samaritans? I'm glad you asked. This woman was a woman of Samaria, and there's another parable of a good Samaritan who came and healed the wounds of someone who was a Jew. The interesting thing about this text is that in 722 BC, the Assyrians came down from the north, 10 tribes, and they they took 10 tribes into captivity. And listen to this, they intermarried into the Jewish women. And those women became and had children, and those children became half-breeds. So the Jew did not regard... Samaritans as pure Jews. They were half-breeds. The other thing that's notable is that not only were they half-breeds, they believed in the first five books of the Pentateuch, the books of Moses, but they had the audacity to go in and change the scriptures. They said that the Garden of Eden was around Mount Gerizim. They said that uh, Noah's ark was on Mount Garizim. They said that Abraham offered Isaac, you guessed it, on Mount Garizim. That this particular well, Jacob's well, was purchased by Jacob from Hamar, who was Shechem's, Genesis 33, father It was a well-known historical well, 150 feet deep, cool, clean water. Everyone in Israel knew about this particular well, but it was in the territory of the Samaritans. And here's Jesus wanting to go to Galilee and decides that he must needs go through Samaria He had a divine appointment to meet this woman. In John chapter 3, he interfaced with a religious man called Nicodemus about belief. In John chapter 4, he interfaced with this immoral woman about behavior. And in John chapter 5, of course, he interfaced with a paralyzed man who was baffled with mental blockages. It's here in this text that as we begin to look at um, Jesus coming to this well-known well and by the way, you need to understand the customs. The customs of the day was that no moral woman would ever be caught alone going to the well at noon. Women came together in groups early in the morning or late in the evening. And here it is, the sixth hour, which is noontime, and Jesus is tired and thirsty, and he approaches this woman and asks her for something to drink. How can he who fed 5,000 be hungry? How can he who gives living water be thirsty? Hebrews 2.11 reminds us that he was made like his brethren in all ways. Let me give a commercial about the deity of Christ. Glad we're on TV. My specialty is ticking people off. So let me tick them off. You can call Jesus the Son of God and try to get away with avoiding His Lordship. But Jesus is also God the Son. With all the attributes that God the Father, God the Holy Spirit have all the power, all the rights, He is Hebrews calls him the express image of the Father. He said, without me, you can do nothing. No man can come unto the Father but by me. Can I get a witness? And then he ticked the Jews off by saying, I and the Father are one. And and that oneness, that express image denotes everything the Father agrees with, I agree with. Everything the father disagrees is what I disagree with. Hey, hey, can I get a witness? The father thought it, the son bought it, and the Holy Ghost secured it. That when we begin to look at this text, here's Jesus coming. And, and by the way, I, I didn't say this this morning. I want to say it now, that when you read the entire Bible, 1 Corinthians 10 says that all of our fathers were under the cloud, all of our fathers, amen, were, were led out of Egypt, all of our fathers drank from that rock, and that rock, that rock is Petra, meaning the rock of Christ, upon this rock himself, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But the Spirit, listen, and it was that rock that followed Israel, that's the Spirit of Christ. Are you getting this? So the cloud by day, pillar fire by night was the Holy Spirit. God the Father led them. God the Son was behind them. Do I have a witness? The Spirit of Christ followed Israel. Look at this picture right here, and I, I'm 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 going to go through this as expeditiously as possible. First, um, when when therefore verse one, the the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard and, and that John that Jesus had made baptized more disciples than John, and He took in some of John's disciples after John was. Uh, beheaded, though Jesus himself baptized night by his disciples, he left Judea in the south, departed again into the north to Galilee, and he must needs, verse 4, go through what? So in order to get to Galilee from Judea, he had to go through this middle portion called Samaria. Let me let me let me metaphorically look at it this way. Thank God for the day that Jesus needed to meet you. Thank, thank God, I, I, don't, I don't know if you was on a couch with something in your hand, I don't know if you was snorting something, I don't know if you was shooting up, I don't know if you was just trying to make money, I don't know if you was running the streets, but thank God that when he needs to meet you, the master will meet you. Do I have a witness up in the house? And and, and the Bible says he must, needs go through Jerusalem. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, up near Shechem, Genesis 33, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. So we got context. Now, Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weary with his journey, sat on the well, and it was about noon. Now let me let me stop. He sends his disciples away into the town to buy food. One of the characteristics of our Christ, He never used His powers to satisfy Himself. Even the temptation of Satan in the wilderness, never used His powers. That ought to change our prayer life. If Jesus never used His powers to satisfy Himself. Why do we keep praying about ourselves? Most of our prayers just focus right on us—me, myself, and I. Lord, when you gonna bless me? Lord, when you gonna open the door? Can I get a witness? And, and child of God, child of God, when you look at this context, verse seven says, "There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water." And the ingenious advance of Jesus, Jesus saying to her, woman, give me a drink. This is called the master witness. He who has everything is submitting himself to somebody that has nothing. Sometimes you being saved and being in the church ought not to think of people on the streets as if they're below you. You, you ought to look at them as if you need something from them. Many times that opens up the door to talk about Christ. To be honest with you, worldly people just don't like church folk attitude. Are y'all getting me? You drank more liquor than a moose. You snorted more stuff and you got high. You, come on now. Can I get a witness? Some of y'all fornicated more than I... Don't, don't get me started up in here. Your, ne- your name is on every bathroom, every, every wall, and you got a nerve to get, get funny with folk because they don't do what you do no more. Do I have a witness? Don't get funny up in here. See, the problem in the church is we forget from whence we came. You was a nobody, you was no good, you were hell bound, you were dirty, you were filthy. And and if you can ever remember that the Lord saved me, the Lord snatched me out of hell, the Lord secured me, God would open up a door between you and the unsaved. Somebody need to preach it. What gives you the right to think that street people are dirty? What gives you the right to think that, Amen, people in in crime with guns in the street? Come on now, that you better than them? What gives you? If if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where? Where would I be? Can I get a witness? Well, y'all getting quiet on me. Well, let me take another shot at you. The fact that I don't have AIDS or syphilis is a miracle. I'm shouting because my God is an awesome God. He protected me when I didn't even protect myself. See, I'm a converted sinner. Oh, you ain't getting this. I'm a converted sinner. I'm born again. Blood wash. blood bought, name written. In the Lamb's Book of Life. Raymond Gordon, you was no good. Amen. Raymond Gordon, you was, you was a trip. Amen. Raymond Gordon, you still a trip. Amen. But... I'm washed, washed in the blood. Hallelujah. And when you understand where Jesus brought you from, you can get low. Can't you get low? He's washed Oh, Lord, it's tight, but it's right. And the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible says right here, uh, give me a drink. His disciples was in the town buying meat, verse 8. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, now, "Now, now watch this, how is it that thou being a Jew Ask drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria, for the, dude, for the Jews have no dealing with Samaria. Now here's a tragedy in Christendom: you got to deal with your customs, Lord have mercy, and your positions on prejudice. It's tight. It's tight. God ain't about race; he's about grace. Do I have a witness? God don't belong to all your little private organizations. Can I get a witness? You, you, you got a G- Jesus who's Lord. And this, and this woman understood, what, what are you? why are you even talking to me? You don't have any dealings with Samaritans. We are hated by the Jews. And verse 10 begins to, we'll see Jesus offering water. Jesus answered and said, if you knew the gift of God, which is the Holy Spirit, and who it is that saith to thee, give me to drink. Now, here's what Jesus is saying. Woman, listen. First of all, I'm asking you for physical water. And what you need out of me is spiritual water. There's two things in this context I want to deal with, limited water and living water. The limited water speaks of the waters that we think we need, Lord have mercy, to quench our thirst. Are you getting this? And and, and the, and the word water is really synonymous with the flesh. The flesh nature is never satisfied. The flesh nature is never fulfilled. You feed it breakfast, you come back for lunch. You feed it lunch, you come back for dinner. Can I get a witness? Whatever you keep telling yourself you need to be happy is a lie. Because the minute you get it, you don't want it no more or you need more of it. Can I get a witness? Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. The fact of the matter is that, yeah, a fine wife will not fully satisfy you. A good-looking husband will not fully satisfy you. Money will not fully satisfy you. Do I have a witness? A, A great glory on earth will not fully satisfy you. All of that stuff is limited in scope. Too many of us have been down that avenue. I gotta get that pair of shoes. I gotta get that coat. And then once you get it, you don't want it no more. Amen, amen, amen. After you wear it, what? A couple of times? Are y'all praying with me? Probably said that about your mate. If I could just get that, you got it. You ain't doing nothing with it. Some of y'all don't even want it. Can I get a witness? The flesh is never satisfied this water, this water is limited, this water is limited. Jesus is saying, "You drink this, you coming back again it's repetitive you you, you never ever ever, ever are fully satisfied with anything dealing with the flesh Jesus. Conversely, says the water that I have, living water, sustains, satisfies, and sanctifies. This living water will satisfy, Jeremiah 2.13 says, to Israel, you committed two evils. One, you forsaken the fountain of living waters, which is synonymous with knowledge of God, strength of God. Come on now, being led by God, being pleased by... You, you, know, you, you left me... Amen. The fountain of living waters and you hewn out cisterns that can hold no water. That's idolatry. You replace me with something else and it's it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. This limited water leaves you thirsty. The living water quenches your thirst. So verse 11, the woman says, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with And the well is deep, from whence then can I have this living water? Notice the conversation transitions from water. Jesus is pounding on her about this water, and he notices she's not getting the picture. So he now transfers from water to her womb. Let me, let, me, let me talk about wounds. First of all, all of us are wounded. I know some of y'all think you don't handle wounds. Your, your middle initials wound. Wounded people wound other people. Listen to this. Jesus says, Go call your husband. Now, where did this come from? They were, they was, they were talking about water. Jesus said, Go call your husband. And the woman says, I have no husband. Jesus said, well said. You've had five husbands. And the man you're with right now is not your husband. let 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 me show you the repetitiveness of your wounds. We think that if we can just get a certain thing my wounds will be healed. This woman went through five husbands. Obviously, her womb was men. Her womb was men. Her womb was men. Womb was men. I, I used to think in, my, in, the, in the figment of my messed up imagination that if I ever got the right woman, everything else, And I got a great woman. But everything else would be answered. Sorely mistaken. Because wounded people marry wounded people. My God today. That's the problem with us. You think your stuff don't stink. And you think you're a blessing to whoever gets you. <laughs> uh, uh, Lord have mercy. You can't even see what's wrong with you. See, I can sit up here and just keep enumerating. I'm no good. I'm messed up. My mind is made up. I'm wounded Some of y'all get up here. Well, what's wrong with you? Mm. 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 Pastors messed up. <laughs> when you have difficulty identifying, admitting, and publicly communicating your wounds, you under the table with wounds. Don't let nobody fool you. Don't let nobody fool you. Because wounded people, like this woman, keeps trying to... Feel something, and you cannot become filled with what we're trying to feel. Sex, and I know this world talks a lot about sex, sex will not fully satisfy. Whole lot of y'all know that. Sex will not fully satisfy. Am I right? Money will not satisfy. I know you think it. I, 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 I know what you're thinking. Prominence will not satisfy you. The fact of the matter is, this Jesus turns from water to wounds, and look what he says to this woman: "Call your husband." Verse 15, verse 16, and verse 17. The woman said, "I have no husband." Very well, you said it. You have five. The woman says, sir, I perceive, verse 19, you must be a prophet. That's like Jesus coming here this morning saying, Raymond Gordon, let me tell you everything about your past. And I say, sir, you must be a prophet. (laughs) Lord have mercy. But we got some stuff hooked up. I was telling this morning, when I first got saved, we had this doctrine going around the city called name it and claim it people would name stuff and claim it. in did name my Jesus. And, uh, you know, I was, I was single and had my own house on my GI Bill. And this young lady came around my house one day. She had a bag of groceries. She said, she rang my bell. I said, hello, how are you? I remember from Bible study. She said, um, the Lord told me to bring this around. I said, well, thank you. That's very kind of you. She said, and the Lord told me to tell you that you're going to be my husband. I said, Lord didn't tell you that. I said, Lord ain't tell you that. She said, Yes, he did. I said, No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, my name is Jonah. I'm getting ready to run, Doc. Lord, Lord ain't tell you. Lord, Lord ain't tell you nothing. She said, Well, why do you say that? I said, first of all, you don't appeal to me. So I know the Lord, the Lord did not tell you you're gonna be my wife. Kill that one. That came straight out of the pit. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, you can name it, claim it, blame it, shame it. You can do whatever you want. That ain't happening up in here. Leave that one alone. Look at this. I mean she was saying- The Lord told me you were going to be my husband. I said and, and I had to pause because I, I was getting ready to pull up one of them worldly words with a shoot. You must be crazy. Lord ain't say this, doc. Anyway, moon right along. I've grown in grace. What was this woman's womb? Man. I'm going to keep searching for fulfillment in men. And Jesus is saying, no, no, it ain't working. What you need, honey, is not a man. You need the master. You, you, You need, you need, you need. You need the master. She said, well, I know you're a prophet. And then look, look at the conversations, switch again, she moves, they move from water to wounds, now to worship. Look at verse 20. While well, our fathers worshiped in this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship, Jesus said, woman, believe me, the hour. It's coming. Now, the hour deals with his death, burial, and resurrection. The hour is coming when ye shall neither in this mountain nor at Jerusalem worship the Father. Uh oh See, Jews went to the temple, synagogue, right? Jesus saying, oh, that's closing down. Things are going to change after I die. You don't have to come to church to worship God. We ought to have corporate worship, forsake not just gathering yourselves together. Can I get a witness? But you you are to worship God Monday through Saturday. Every morning you get up, you ought to be worshiping God. Can I get a witness? You you ought to yeah you ought to you ought to sing the songs of Zion you you ought to sing to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs making melody to the Lord you ought to read the word you ought to preach to yourself you you ought to live by faith you ought to encourage yourself you ought to witness to the lost you don't need to come to St Matthew's only to worship. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said, all this is going to change. Jesus said, verse 22, you worship what you don't know about, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming. And now it is that the true worshipers, don't miss this, shall worship the Father in, look at the prepositions, in spirit and in truth. He's not talking about the Holy Spirit. He's talking about in your spirit tripartite being. Man is a tripartite being made up of three departments, body, soul, and spirit. The body is world conscious, the soul is self conscious, the spirit is God conscious. The time is going to come, now watch this now, when the Holy Spirit will live inside of you and you will worship Him in your spirit and in truth. Are y'all getting that? Those are the true Worshippers. Then in verse 24, he says, And God is spirit. Now, your Bibles may say a spirit. God is invisible. He's spirit, and they that worship him must worship him. Look at the preposition in, in their spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that the Messiah is coming, which is called the Christ. See, she's half Jew, so she's got some information. Jesus said, ego, e me, I am he. That's right, that's right. I'm the Messiah. I'm the undercover boss. Do I have a witness? Y'all ain't getting this. I got to get out of here. But they, they move from this matter of worship. Now Jesus moves to God's work. Look at this woman as we close. Verse 27, and upon this came his disciples, marveled that even talked with her. Mm. The woman then, and that's one of the problems in our country right now. Our custom is greater than our Christ. This nation is supposed to be made up of so many believers, but you would never know it. We'd rather be known by our political affiliation.
0: And not by our brothers and
1: sisters in Christ. Hmm. Now when you look at this text and it's loaded, the woman, verse 28, the woman then left. Her water pot stop. When you meet the true Jesus, you got to leave something. I'm so sick and tired of these ignoramuses that preach, and I'm talking about pastors and teachers, that you can be saved, meet the Christ, know him, and still live the same way you used to live before you met him. I'm getting sick of that stuff, now. I, I was in cabarets. I drank hundred-proof granddad. Hey, come on now. I uh, did a little of this, did a little of that. None of your business. Can I get a witness? Amen. Did my thing. Fornicated. Ran them down the street. Come on now. Partied. Live for pleasure. I was reckless. I was ruleless. I lived for pleasure. But when I met Jesus. I need a witness up in here when I when I met the man from Galilee everything that changed right away but he was transforming my mind my will my heart my feet he called me out of darkness and translated me into his marvelous light he decreased my cousin, I said decrease. Can I get a witness? He helped me to love my wife. Oh, we getting tight up in here. He helped me to walk in the wisdom of the word. He gave me some integrity and character. Can I get a witness? I had conviction on the inside. Do I have a witness? And every morning I wake up, I don't think about work and the alarm clock, and I don't grab uh, my social media instrument and look at my latest email. The first thing I do when I get up is say, Thank you, Jesus. You woke me up. Early. I said, early This morning, and started me on. The work, they close on the work, the work, the work, the work. We got to go. Jesus says, uh, verse 34, the disciples say, come on and eat. Verse 33, Jesus said, my meat is to do a will of him that sent me and to finish his work. That's how I see this ministry. My job is to do his will and finish this work. Listen, saints, the most important thing in your life is the will of God. You better find out what God is saying and stop being concerned about what you're saying because God holds the keys to everything. Can I get a witness? Uh, do I have a witness? And he says, "My my thing is to do the will and the work. The work is submission. The work is sacrifice. The work is belief. Behavior. The work. Amen." Is look 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 at verse four, uh, thirty-seven to thirty-eight. The process of watering, and and that's why I was telling him yesterday on the boardwalk. Amen. My meat is to do the will of Him. That one may plant, another may water, but God gives the increase. The power comes from God. The persuasion comes from God. And then there's perplexity in the text. Here's what Jesus, Jesus said. A prophet is without is not without honor except in his own country. What was his own country? Judea, Galilee. They wouldn't even listen to Jesus. He had to go to the outskirts of Samaria before he was respected. When you go home and read this text, the woman ran into the town, come see a man who told me all that I ever did. It's not just the Christ. And then the townspeople went out to see him. And here's what they told Jesus. Oh, we not believing you for what she said. What she said got us here. But when we got here, we heard you with our own ears. See, it's a personal testimony. You may come to St. Matthew's with a friend, And you may hear the word, but the word's got to get in you. You got to come out persuaded that it was Jesus who saved your soul. It was Jesus that made you whole. It was Jesus that transformed your mind. It was Jesus that called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And he's the undercover boss. At the end of the day, you will realize it was Jesus all alone. He snatched me out of hell with smoking my garments. He's the undercover boss. He was the one, when I got in a car accident, that pulled me out. He was the one that saved me from my own reckless self. He was the one that put me on the street called straight. He was the one that put running in my feet, clapping in my hands, Joy in my soul, say it. He's the undercover boss. He is, he is, he is, yeah, he is my everything. He's the one behind the scenes. He's the one in front of you. He's the one behind you. He's the one beside you. He's the undercover boss. Stand on your feet. As every head is bowed, eyes closed. If you're here today and you need to be saved, you want Jesus to come into your life and save you, just raise your hand. Or if you're here and you want to join the church and Christian Experience, raise your hand. Do we have one? Just raise your hand. Be honest with God. I'm going to give my life to Christ. Is there one? Is there one? Amen. If your hand is raised, come on out. Come on. Step out. Praise Jesus. Come Come on. Come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. Where, where, where? Praise God. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for this narrative. Water to wounds, to worship, to work. But finally, this woman was won by Christ because he hid everything in her life to let her know that the water she needs is living water spiritual living water that will fill every need in her soul. And God, help us not to seek after, oh God, the temporary, but the eternal. Change us in Jesus' name. And thank you. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. (laughs) He's the undercover boss.